0: the
1: world, it's football time in Tennessee.
2: Here's Tua, stepping back, loads up, looks long, throws, end zone touchdown. touchdown Alabama, Devontae Smith, touchdown Alabama, and the Crimson Tide has once again ascended to the top of the college football mountains.
1: Going to be fielded by Lorenzo Neal at the 25. Pitches yeah, it back to Wycheck. He throws it across the field to Dyson. He's got something. 30, He's, 40, got something. 50, He's got something. He's got it. He's got it. 20,
2: 10, He's got five. it. End zone. Touchdown Titans. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle.
1: This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour with your host, Drake Colley. Good afternoon and welcome into the Frontport Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, <clears throat> joined in the studio by Clayton McClaw Harris and Coach JD. And it is Thursday, and this day only comes once every four years. Leap year. Yeah, leap day, leap year, leap year, leap day. I don't know what what you call it but it is february 29th so go out and do something special today i don't know what
0: it's a what, little... is, what is the definition for leap your late day what is that
1: i don't know but just i was wish...
2: just an extra year uh, extra day they throw in once every four years That's what it is, <laughs> i wish i was born
1: day. on that day i'd only be like 15 years old
2: right yeah now. i know yeah exactly
1: that'd be awesome so i don't know i mean i wonder you know if on your passport or your driver's license, you're born on this day. You know, every time you, it's not a leap year. I mean, I'm sure officials understand that 229 is a day every four year, But, I mean, every four years. But, you know, you get somewhere where the you, you the agent or the police officer or whoever is not the sharpest tool in the shed, and they're looking at it going, wait a minute, 229? <laughs> what are you talking about? What's going on here? So –
2: Anyway. Well, as a kid, it would be terrible because you'd never, you'd only have a birthday party <laughs> once every four years. I,
1: absolutely. Okay. Well, we're in the middle of, well, not the middle. We're really kind of approaching the state tournament here. As last night were the uh, region finals of high school girl basket, girls basketball throughout the state of Tennessee. Now, uh, the next round are the sectionals, or as we know it, that the old guys here in the studio knows as substates.
2: That's why I, I still call it sub Me call too. It
1: substate. It's a sub-state game. It is.
2: Because
1: yeah. the, the winner goes to the state. That's it. I'm going to call it a sub-state. And where's the loser go? Home. They go home. <laughs> get ready. The girls, they get ready for softball season. The guys, they, and, and golf, and tennis, and track. Baseball I, and soccer, yeah. Yeah, so um, – But as of right now, there are 16 teams left in each classification uh, of the girls, for the girls. Mm -hmm. Tonight, there are, right now, there are, what, 32 teams left in each classification of the boys.
2: It would still be 16 because nobody's going home tonight, right?
1: Yeah. Oh. Because yeah. the
2: elimination will happen in the sub-state. That's right. So, yeah, I mean, we're down to the Sweet 16. Now it's just about who's going to be in that top eight and who's going to get to host or have to go on the road in that sub-state game. Well,
1: uh, we are going to carry the Santa Fe-Eagleville game um, as Eagleville was victorious over Richland. In the semifinals, what night? Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Yes, and a last-second three-pointer
2: from the left corner. Yeah, it. Um,
1: they ripped the heart out of all the Richmond fans. They're hosting the tournament, so uh, it's you know, hey, it happens.
2: It does. It you know, does. It, 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 you know. I mean, ask
1: ask Georgia fans,
2: right? I mean, that's
1: they would know. That, that, that I is mean, true. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Um, so on one hundred one point seven FM tonight we will have the Santa Fe Wildcats. Austin Slaughter, Macon Adkinson,
2: uh, Auden. Yeah. Uh, oh, I like, he's That's Auden. Okay.
1: Auden. Excuse me. Auden Slaughter. You still got a Macon. whole another
2: year with him. I know. I'll name.
1: get it right by the end of next year. Um, that kid's special too. He's very special. Macon Adkinson, his Robin to his Batman, I guess. And uh, of course. Auden's father, Brad, is the co- head coach of the Santa Fe Wildcats, and they are traveling back to Richland tonight for the region finals against Eagleville, which will be a tough test. I mean, Eagleville shoots the fire out of the three. Yes, they do, and can make them. <laughs>
2: they, they, they do. Uh, Ask Richland. I mean, as, just, as, as I just as, said, ask Coleyoka, who played them on Saturday. They were ten of twelve for threes. At half, wow. So I mean, but here Drake, we we called the game the other night. They literally had three guys out on the perimeter trying to stop slaughter. Right. Well,
1: they. Well, I
2: don't. How are you stop it? Fable City
1: played played what basically was a one-two-one or a three-two zone, which allowed because they had two very tall range, uh, rangy type inside players that could defend around the goal and rebound. So they thought the coach, which was probably correct thinking, we need to extend the front end of our zone. I'm going to put three across the top. So when Slaughter comes up, brings the ball up to the three-point arc, we're going to get somebody out on him and just allow our tall players to –
2: Try to protect the rim. Protect
1: the rim, rebound, rebound. But what we need to do is get a hand in Slaughter's face, and they tried their dang best, and I mean, that wasn't good enough.
2: Well, it got Samuel Willoughby in foul trouble trying yeah. to protect the rim once, once Slaughter was able to, to get through the top of the defense. I mean, and that ended up being a huge difference in the game. Yeah, he fouled uh,
0: out but, with five minutes left in the
2: game. Yeah, well, I think, yeah, it was early, early fourth, but Sanofi wins by nearly 30 points.
1: Okay, in as far as uh, area schools, and, and really we don't have any girls' teams left in the Murray County no. itself, mm-hmm. <laughs> the county itself. But surrounding counties, Class 1A girls' sectionals, like I said, there are 16 teams left in the state, so there will be eight sectional games played for the single A for each classification. Eagleville is at Wayne County.
2: That's not going to end well for Eagleville. I don't think so. Wayne County's
0: lost three games over season. They're pretty tough. They are. Absolutely.
1: And uh, Class 2A, Summertown Lady Eagles travel to Huntington. Huntington, that's with a D-O-N. I keep wanting to say T-O-N. And the Summertown Ladies will bring back the W on that one.
2: I think you're right. Region
1: 4-3A, Upperman. Beat up on Lawrence County girls, 53-26. Good grief. And uh, tonight, in Region 4-3A, Upperman plays Lawrence County boys. In, in Tullahoma. Yeah, that's right. Uh, at Loretta tonight, Region 5-2A, Cannon County will take on the Mount Pleasant boys. Go Tigers. Absolutely. Go Tigers. Absolutely. That's what we want. Region 6-2A Hickman County boys tonight will be taking on their inner county rival, East Hickman, for the region finals. And those two teams. Where's that at? There's no love lost between those two teams.
2: I about to say, they'll have most of the police force in Hickman County at that ballgame, I can assure you.
1: I'm not sure where that where that's being held. I it it will it be a
2: shame if that game is not at either East Hickman or at Hickman County High School because that that atmosphere is going to be unbelievable.
1: Last night in region 5 4A at Centennial High School, which is the region Columbia Central participated in, the Coffee County Girls or Manchester uh, throttled the Lincoln County girls 56 to 30. And tonight in the Region Five Four 8, <clears throat> excuse me, Brentwood will be taking on Independence at Centennial. And uh, if you folks are thinking about going to that game, you better get there early. Yeah, because that place is going to be rocking, and it's going to be packed mm-hmm. for sure. The uh, Loretta Girls in their sub state will be hosting Cheatham County. If I and Cheatham County is
2: twenty eight and three, but. Again, it's Loretta, and they are always competitive in everything they do, essentially. Football, basketball, baseball.
0: And they Uh, played in
2: that
1: same game last year. You know what?
2: Wow. Two good programs. It is.
1: 7 o'clock start tonight at Richland. Be there. You and
2: and Lou on the call.
1: Lou and I are going to be making the call. Big Lou Maddox and I. Uh, Mostly Big Lou Maddox. But uh, get there. 7 o'clock tip-off. It's going to be.
2: Get there early. Crazy. I mean, we were there, and, they, and it was packed. They, I mean,
1: the Sheriff's Department, Murray County Sheriff's Department, probably needs to pick up their patrolling in the Santa Fe area because a cat burglar could get away with a lot of booty in the <laughs> homes in Santa Fe because there's not going to be a soul left in Santa Fe tonight. No. Tonight, I'm they're telling not.
2: you. Yeah, yeah they're going to travel. Not the they're way those folks
1: well. show up and,
0: and support the wildcats. They'll start piling in that gym about 4 o'clock today.
1: Have you heard about the new potential club, college football playoff model? Yes, I just have Just to not. switch gears no, a little bit. No, I have bit. not. Well, there's a new CFP model being floated around and kind of socialized among the major ad- conference administrators, like the Big Ten and the SEC, so forth, ACC, Big Twelve. But this is, if you just, if I can explain this, if you just stick with me, the big, for instance, this model says. That the Big Ten and the SEC get three automatic qualifiers into a 14-team field, okay? Then the ACC and the Big 12 get two automatic qualifiers. So that's that's 12 eight. teams. Well, well, no, 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 no. two, two, three, three, two, two. So
2: okay. that's ten.
1: Yes, right? Yes. The group of 5 gets the group of 5 gets one, the best team out of the group of 5. So that's 11. Right? And then there's three large bids to the highest ranked teams outside of the automatic qualifiers.
2: Why don't we just bump it up to 16 so it's easier? All right. Okay, now hang on. And that's
1: a thought. But hang with me. In this 14 team model, the top two get first round buys the top two teams, with all other playoff games to be played at the home field of the higher seed team. Now the current 12 team playoff format has the four conference championships as a first round by with numbers five through eight hosting numbers 9 through 12, which makes a lot of sense to me. And the semifinals, being held at the bowl sites. So they include the bowls in the playoffs. But not as many, though. Right. But the thing about the 14 team playoff and the automatic qualifiers of three per conference for the SEC, et cetera, this kind of puts less of an incentive on the conference championship games. Does that make sense? Yeah. The conference championship games. Might actually fall by the wayside if they just take the regular season champion and not
2: the the conference championship game champion because it could be different. Well, just do what we talked about on the show a few months ago. Go back to the schedule they used during COVID in 2020 and just do a 10 team um, conference schedule. And don't, don't even play non-conference people. Just play 10 SEC opponents.
0: But the way it is now, you could have a tie. Two undefeated teams because they don't play each other.
2: But you're still going to get, what, three in the SEC and then, what, three other at-large bids to anybody?
1: Yeah. To the highest other than the automatic qualifiers which are three, three, two, two, and then one in the big – Did you say three, one, three, 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 three SEC
0: teams and three That's uh, Big right. 12 teams? That's right,
1: automatic qualifiers to the top three SEC teams. Okay. And then and the top three Big 10 teams. See, I, I – And I, then two for the ACC, automatic qualifiers, and two for the Big 12 with one to the group of five. That's the best team out of the group of five with three
2: at-large bids. They, I, I'm telling you. The conferences should be saying, let's do our own conference playoffs. Then the winner from each of the conference playoffs plays in a national playoffs. Guys, how many,
1: how many games are you going to play in a year? Well, I mean, you, well,
2: here's how you do it. You play 10 SEC regular season games and then you take your top four or maybe eight out of the SEC or maybe six, get the first two first round by play those games on campus. And then let the winner, or, or maybe even the winner and the runner-up, uh, play in Atlanta, uh, advance to the national playoffs. I think it'd be, I think it would be dynamite. Do you it realize would be dynamite?
0: Do you realize at the end of the day, TV ratings would be off the chart. The money would be made, unbelievable
2: amount of money. Oh, I agree. I, 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 there's no doubt in my mind. I mean, and that's kind of, I mean, essentially that's what it's like in the AFC and the NFC. You got your A, A, AFC playoffs, your NFC playoffs, and the two winners play in the Super Bowl. I think it would be I think it would be fantastic. Well, it's something to think about, for sure.
1: Um, I'll tell you what. What about those Predators, baby? How many six straight. Six, six now, Going huh? for number seven tonight in Nashville, in Smashville, and did it the in road. Bridgestone Arena against the Minnesota <clears throat> Wild, who have a record of 28, 25, and six. And the Predators' record is now 33, 25, and two. And they are in sole possession of the Central Division of the Western Conference. They have won six straight, going for number seven tonight. And if the playoffs started today, the Predators are in as the wild card in the Western Conference along with the Los Angeles Kings. With a, And they've got a comfortable five-point lead over the Calgary Flames to make it into the playoffs right now so i'm telling you the 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 predators are extremely hot and uh playing some great hockey and they're i tell you what i haven't looked at the rest of the the conference but with six straight wins i want to say they're one of the top three absolutely top three if not the hottest team in the nhl right now and they did it on the road
0: too they went on the road. yeah they were kicking everybody's ass on the road
1: yes it's
2: terrific Edmonton's still dominating. Yeah, oh yeah, they're you know they're, the Oilers. Yeah, yeah,
1: they're, they're they're some bad boys in the business. Do you course, watch a lot of hockey? I don't. I mean, I, I like to I like to follow the Predators because they're from Nashville. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm a hometown, I'm a hometown guy. You know, I'm a homer. Would you rather
2: so, ha- would you rather have a uh, hockey team or an NBA team in Nashville?
1: What About Major League.
2: Yeah, or Major League Baseball
1: if they could flourish and we could really support them and they could make you know make a go of it and be a long standing type thing and not you know make demands that are unrealistic on the community of Nashville and middle Tennessee southern Kentucky northern Alabama of, you better get out and support and buy season tickets or you know, we're out of here. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of the talk that goes on for teams that struggle in certain certain communities. As long as we don't have to listen to that type of talk, I'd love to have a Major League Baseball team. Me too.
2: That'd be awesome.
1: And I think they ought to go somewhere out on 840. Yeah, it doesn't have to be I mean, in downtown. No, I think there should be a huge complex built somewhere on 840.
2: Yeah, Think that, about that makes it. Makes a lot of sense. You
1: would get all of you get all of North Alabama. It would be easy access from Murfreesboro. It would be easy access from Nashville. I mean, that's, that would be awesome,
2: and that's where they put Nashville Super Speedway too. You know, it's out there off eight forty. I am talking,
1: but I am not you're, talking. You thinking. I am talking about the south.
2: Yeah, yeah. I am thinking
1: about the south side where you kind of get on right there at from I sixty five.
2: Well, you know, there is plans to be uh, to build an airport out there off eight forty in that area. That well, you are good. I have some place to
1: park my jet. There you go. <laughs> it, I'll be a lot closer.
2: Yeah, you can get to Vegas quicker and that way. And when Tay Tay
1: comes to visit, she she can you know she could can... fly. In. That's right. And, and I don't have to drive as far to go pick them up. You know, good God, deal with Nashville Airport. Mm. It's ridiculous. Okay, we're up against our first break. This is the Frontport Sports Radio Hour for Coach JD. I'm Drake in the studio with the Claw. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Tripp Stoltz, owner of Columbia Ace Hardware. Spring is here, and we are excited to announce that we have completely remodeled our store. We have expanded our selection in many brands, including Milwaukee, Steel, and Big Green Egg. We have new inventory arriving daily, so come see the changes for yourself at 112
2: East James Campbell Boulevard, Columbia, Tennessee. Ace
1: is the place with the helpful hardware for-
2: This is
1: Debbie Matthews with the National Realty Group, and if you've been paying attention, you know the housing market has been tough, but rates are beginning to thaw. So if you're thinking about selling, the time to jump in is getting
2: better every day. But if you're thinking about buying and those interest rates are still a little bit too high, a good agent knows how to negotiate interest rate buy-downs, and I'm a good agent. So call me, Debbie Matthews with National Realty Group, 615-476-3224.
0: Have you ever wondered if your insurance needs can be personalized? This is Hunter Carey. Our team specializes in planning your insurance needs to get you the best possible solution. State Farm is the largest home and auto insurer in the country. I love bringing that to my hometown. Born and raised in Columbia, I'm grateful for our close community ties. We offer help with home, auto, and life insurance for everyone in our community. Our office is located at 909 South Garden Street, across from the fire station. We're also online at huntercarey.com. That's huntercary.com.
1: Back into the front porch sports radio hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Coach JD, Clayton the Claw. Man, I miss old Tom Petty. He's great. He was good. I mean, that dude can play you and sing. I saw him at Bonnaroo, and he what that Refugee might be one of his most iconic songs. Oh, not Last Dance from Mary Jane. Last Dance of from Mary Jane. Jo- yeah, that's that, that's a great one. But I mean, he's just. I mean, he's got a whole. He does. A portfolio of just songs that are just so iconic and to rock and roll, and have withstood the test of time. It's just it's hard to fathom, and, it is. and I just can't believe he's gone. But he's he's gone. Last night in Thompson Bowling Arena, Bruce I'm Pearl. Sorry, I'm sorry,
2: Food City Arena.
1: Food City. Si- what? I was looking at that online. It's like Thompson Bowling in Thompson Bowling Arena. In Food City Center,
2: what, and what is there a grocery store somewhere yeah, inside? Well, and, inside Thompson Bowling, I mean. What? Apparently, in the arena, they say feed the floor, feed
1: really? the floor,
2: feed the
0: floor. Well, I know one thing: they had twenty-two thousand people packed there last night. Yes, they did.
1: And so, biggest I, crowd ever. I assume they. I assume the Vols need extra money from advertising, like Food City, in order to pay for the international flights. For scouts to fly to Czechoslovakia and Eastern Europe, the Eastern Bloc, Germany, and <laughs> Finland—I don't know where the hell they go to get get all these guys. Africa, also, also. Nigeria, and I—you know where? Where do, how, how does a how does the athletic department afford to to send scouts? Uh, you know, a, around the globe well, to, to to scour the earth for basketball talent. Where, where, I, I don't know how do you afford that.
0: Well, they also had to uh, spend a lot of money on legal fees when they're fighting the NCAA. So you know that's probably a attorney if they're yeah, I mean, much attorneys on retain. It. That's a lot of money they, they paid.
1: Well, last night they took care of business against their former hero, their former guy that they every all the ball fans shed a tear when he left. Bruce P. or Pink was Pearl. fired Pearl. or uh, I, <laughs> was Pearl. he fired? Did he leave? Did he well, he he show cause show cause yeah, exactly. because he.
2: He lied to the NCAA. He had a big a cookout and yeah. had
1: some recruits that they had taken pictures of him and the recruits at the cookout at Bruce's house when.
2: And uh, and allegedly, I tell you, <laughs> allegedly his name's being floated around for the Louisville and the Indiana job.
1: Well, Louisville needs somebody because they suck. They are terrible. <laughs> they are. They, I mean, this is two years. I mean, in Duke a row. got Duke got. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about that. But last night, first last night, the number four Vols pulled away from a pesky number eleven Auburn Tiger group. That hung around and hung around, in, in a relatively high-scoring game for the Vols. I yeah. mean, uh,
2: the Connect, final, connects the real deal. The
1: final was ninety-two to eighty-four, uh, and the Vols won, and uh, they sent former head coach Bruce Pearl packing and back to the plains of Auburn uh, with an L, as as you mentioned, Clayton, the big orange superstar. Dalton connect connected on 39 points and went 12 of 21 uh, from the floor, including five of eight three pointers. Um, and also two of the better bigs in NCAA basketball: now, Adu for the Vols mm-hmm. and Broom, yeah, for uh, Auburn. Auburn. Uh, Adu had 14 points and seven rebounds, and Broom had 23 points and nine rebounds, and it was quite a matchup to watch those two guys go at it last night. Along with Dalton Connect, and Dalton Connect woke up, and in the last 12 minutes of that ball game, he scored like 25 points. Or I mean, he, he went, he went. He went bonkers. ape, you know yeah. what?
2: Yeah, it was. It
1: was I mean, one of at
0: one point, watching the game last night, you could uh, you could actually sit the rest of the volunteers on the bench, and, and Connect could have played one on five. It's kind of like watching Auden Slaughter. I was about to say he uh, went with Santa Fe in high school. Exactly. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Now, um, the next game, folks, for the balls is going to be Saturday. At Coleman Coliseum, not Food City Center, not Publix, not (laughs) Albertson's. Not
2: Winn-Dixie. Not not
1: Winn-Dixie Center. It's just called Coleman Coliseum on the University of Alabama's campus in Tuscaloosa as the number four-ranked Vols come in number 14-ranked Alabama. That game is Saturday night for a 7 o'clock tip-off, I think. And college
2: college game day is going to be there.
1: First
0: time ever at Alabama – basketball, college game day, you been there.
1: Well, they're both, and, and for anybody who hasn't been keeping up with the SEC right now, Alabama and Tennessee are tied mm-hmm. for, for the regular season, regular season, chef, season so. SEC title. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Alabama is the defending
2: SEC, SEC regular, 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 regular season
1: and, and tournament champion. Yep, yep. Not Kentucky, not Auburn, not Tennessee. It's the Alabama Crimson Tide. And Coach Oates and Nate, company.
2: Nate, Nate, honey, bunches of oats as, there, uh, as the as the text read.
1: There you go, hauling oats, yeah. balling Ball oats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. I want one of those T-shirts. Um, as Alabama won last night at Ole Miss and broke the century mark again, one hundred three to eighty-eight, in a pretty high-scoring affair. In Alabama, that might be the fourth time this year they've broken a hundred. Sixth. Yeah, broke hundred,
2: and they were down by like fifteen, fourteen, 14 yeah. point early. But there didn't yeah. seem to
1: be any panic. They just kept None. putting the ball up, and eventually it started. And eventually it started to fall. Also, last night in top twenty-five action, Marquette took care of Providence, ninety-one sixty-nine. Number six Arizona beat in-state rival Arizona State, eighty-five sixty-seven. Number eight Iowa State rolled Oklahoma, forty-eight to forty-five in a low-scoring affair. And let me talk about this just a second. Number 10 Duke got healthy with a quotations around healthy after being bum-rushed and court-stormed at Wake Forest on Saturday and getting beat by Wake Forest obviously as the Wake Forest fans student body stormed the court. Uh, But they beat Hapless Louisville last night, eighty-four to fifty-nine. And if you remember the gimped-up, limping Kyle Philip Filipowski. Isn't his name Kyle? Yeah. Okay. Uh, You know, he seemed to be fine last night. It, he, I mean, he had to be helped off the – he had to be picked up and helped by two Duke staffers, assistant coaches, and maybe a trainer off the court at center court after it looked like to me he tried to trip a Wake Forest <laughs> student running by him and then gave him uh, the forearm chuck and knocked, knocked the girl or the, or the guy couldn't tell the student was running so fast past him to get by him, not up to him. But he stuck his leg out and also threw his arms and knocked the student to the floor. And then all of a sudden, he can't walk. He, 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 he can't even get off the court. And here comes here comes uh, Coach John Shire uh, trying to push through people to see what's happened to his star player. Then, you know, he had to be carried off the floor. But you know what? Last night he played 30 minutes out of the 40.
2: Wow.
1: He So he played 75% of the minutes. He scored nine points and had ten rebounds. So, I guess after that terrible, terrible injury that hobbled him and and crippled him after the loss and the court storming at Wake Forest on Saturday, he seems to be doing just fine.
2: It's that Duke medical staff, man. I
1: guess it must be. It must be. It must be. I mean, they must be (laughs) just as as great as Vanderbilt is as far as hospital and, you know. But, I mean, (laughs) hey, Kyle, guess what? If you don't want to hurt your ankle or your leg in that situation, then don't stick it out there and try to trip somebody that's running full speed <laughs> past you. So anyway, that's 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 my take on that. And you guys can call in at nine three one six two six thirty one thirty one if you want to. I mean I'm I'm a grown man, I can handle it. You I mean, can leave a voicemail.
2: I mean this show gets replayed overnight. And when I say overnight I mean after midnight.
1: Well you need to cut your phone off.
2: Well, uh right, that's true. But, uh yeah. Let's just say that uh my phone does a lot of uh, beeping and ringing in those hours. Uh so yeah, uh well <clears throat> it, you know, I'm not go ahead, you know, just, okay. just go ahead. I think some people think that my phone is yours. Do they really? Yeah, I think that's yeah, fine. They well, sometimes it's fine. Well, and, and
1: and
0: sometimes I get a text myself. You know, they know I work at the radio station, and they blast on the stuff about – And I just it's funny. It's funny.
1: Well, all I can say is I'm a grown man. I'll put it out there. I can take it. If you got good, bad, or indifferent, it doesn't make any difference. If you want to call 931-626-3131, tell us what you think, we can handle it. Other SEC action last night top 25 number 18 South Carolina squeaked out a win over at Texas A&M. Yeah. College Station, right? Mhm. 70 to 68. They were glad to get out of there with a win. And number 24 Florida 1 at home against against Missouri who's now sporting a record of 8 and 20. Sounds like about like Vanderbilt.
0: And Texas A&M was hot at one time. They lost six in a row now. Florida wow. won
1: 83
0: against it's Missouri. Amazing.
2: I don't think they've won a game since they beat Tennessee a few they weeks hadn't. ago. They had not. I think that's one thing we got to do, boys. We got to go to the SEC tournament. Well, I was
0: National fixing to because, bring that up, Clayton, but I, I think this year the SEC tournament is going to be one of the hardest tickets you can get because they're going to be some tremendous well, we, good basketball. We just need media well, put in, for, put, media in put in for media right. credentials yeah. and get
1: us down there on the floor. I agree. Right. Yeah. That's not, that way we can hang out with big dogs, you know, like George and Willie.
2: And George <laughs> and I'll reach out to George. I bet George uh, can hook us up with who we need to get in touch with on that. So yeah, and big sleigh
1: dog and all of them. You know, hey, question. That's I a got. great idea. Yeah, yeah I mean, it'd, you it'd know, be we fun. got. I'd, I'd get. handle deal.
0: We got some. We got nine. Miss Davenport eight, eight or nine mm-hmm. quality basketball teams are going to go deep in the uh, March Madness this year. But get back to the court storm, and I know there's a lot of people, a lot of buzz about that. How did they curb that?
2: You don't. They're college you students. You don't. It's going to happen. Now, if this is happening in the NBA, you don't ever see it in the NBA because they're professionals. But I think it's part of the college experience. You know, mo- most of the time the, the people around the floor are kids. And I, when I mean kids, they're college kids. So, I mean – Well, they, you say
0: you say that in the college arena, but in, in uh, uh, football stadiums, you know, you you beat somebody first time in 15, 16 years and everybody, <laughs> everybody storms the <laughs> – <laughs> but yeah how do you i mean you look out look at it and there's people from 70 to 10 well look it's it's i think it's great myself i it's beautiful and of course it's possibility may get hurt and, a player getting hurt or a coach getting hurt but uh i don't think you can curb it you can and look
1: i i get it I, you know i understand that Duke's head coach John Shire wants to protect his players and doesn't want anybody injured, and but it's ridiculous for Shire to get up there after in the press comes. When was, when is the court storming gonna stop? When are we gonna put an end? Well, look, let me tell you what. I've seen the Duke, the Cameron crazies. Oh yeah, stormed that court plenty of times. Yes, when they beat North Carolina, whoever it has been over the years. So don't, so coach, coach, save your crocodile tears about how we're going to put a stop or put an end to when they're going to put it. You know, a, short of playing inside a chain link fence and fencing off the court, or bringing in uh, hundreds of police officers with police dogs and lining around the around the outside boundary of the court. Short of doing something like that, you're not going to stop it. No. I mean, you're not going to stop the storming of the court. They are college. They are young, college, excited college basketball fans, and they want to celebrate a big win over a dynasty-type program like the Blue, Duke, uh, Duke Blue, Blue Devils. Yeah. Just, okay. don't,
2: just don't lose on the road. There you go.
1: This is the Front Port Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake. We'll be back. Yeah, we'll be right back.
2: This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hey,
1: when you gonna stop playing? Yeah, chick, I could be your fantasy. I can tell you got big, big energy. It ain't too many of them back can have to me, but I might let you. And welcome in. Back in to the Front Board Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake in the studio with Coach J.D., the claws on the board.
2: You wouldn't believe how many people tell me that when they hear that coming into a break or out of a break, they get so nervous hearing that song. Why? Because I well, I had to explain to him it's the edited version. Yes, it's
1: the radio version of a.
2: And I tell them you should be listening to the radio version instead of that other version. Right.
1: And they're like, "There's a radio version? I didn't know. I just thought it was all they all just thought it was all <laughs> just dirty talk. You know, I thought <laughs> that it was all just nastiness. I didn't know there was a radio version on there. It's crazy.
0: Well, I, I would go out here on a record and say right now we this show has the bump,
1: best bump music of any of sports shows. Well, there you go. We work it. at it. It is. It's you great. know, we work we work at it. Uh okay. You know, spring training has started. I mean it is it's year. already started yep. and the games have started. Um and the Dodgers newly acquired superstar, two way superstar, Shohei Otani on his Instagram account just announced he's married. Wow! Oh, wow! Or getting married? Getting is married. he married, okay. or is he getting married? Anyway, he's from what I understand, he's married. Hmm. Hmm. And now Shohei Otani, who signed roughly a seven hundred million dollar contract with the Los Angeles Dodgers <clears throat> to pitch and hit, um. With with six hundred and eighty million of that deferred, coach, so that that's a pretty good retirement plan. Isn't it? Absolutely, that sets up his retirement I mean, how much, for life. Well, I mean, Shohei Otani says, you know, just give me twenty million. I think I can I can manage. Yeah, I think I can manage on twenty million for a while. But and just defer the other six hundred eighty million over, let's say he's twenty nine years old over what the next forty years. I just like to have fifty the, years. I would just
0: like to have the taxes he's gonna pay in California on that salary. <laughs> I imagine they're gonna
1: Ooh. be pretty darn strong. Yeah, they're gonna be real strong. Well, he's notoriously quiet about his personal life. Otani okay. is. Yeah. I mean, he's always been. He's from Japan. Very reserved about talking about anything like that. And on his Instagram account, he said, "I made a terrific decision. I just want to let everybody know that I'm." marrying – it's a Japanese woman from his home country. And um, there were no pictures on the Instagram post, just a picture of his dog. No. (laughs) A picture of his dog. Smart. And and so good for him as he starts his new career with this new team, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, And the Los Angeles Dodgers opened their season – March 20th, versus the San Diego Padres in South Korea. Wow. Can you imagine? Oh, wow. yeah. Now, remember that the Dodgers also just signed, if I pronounce this correct, I might slaughter it, but Nobu Yamamoto to a $325 million contract, and he's never thrown a major league pitch in his life. Now – the right-handed pitcher Yamamoto pitched yesterday uh, against the defending World Series champions, the Texas Rangers. Okay, he picks two innings. He pitched two in- innings with three strikeouts and gave up one hit, scoreless. But uh, you you look you look at Yamamoto's contract. Add it to Shohei Otani's contract, and that is a billion dollars worth of contracts to play baseball for the Los Angeles Dodgers,
2: and it's all guaranteed. And my question is, how did they make that much revenue to pay these guys that? I mean, you look at the bleachers. Well, they're never fully full until the you playoffs. know.
1: But you know how you know how big baseball is in Japan and in, in the in the Asian market. Yeah, yeah, I mean Japan, Korea, South Korea. I mean, it, and and. The Dodgers invest in two, probably the two biggest. Japanese names in baseball and that's have true. them on the
2: same team. Jersey sales would be incredible.
0: Yeah. Trading cars, jersey sales, memorabilia. But that's pretty neat they're going to play that game in South Korea. Seoul, Seoul, South, ma- South, Seoul, South Korea. That's right. Can you, can you imagine think, what Kim a you Kim imagine? from North Korea and come over and watch it? I doubt. Pull up pull up with his train, <laughs> and his special train, bulletproof train. <laughs> yeah. and I doubt I doubt
1: Kim <laughs> Jung-un's going to going to be there for that, but uh you know, the season started. It's a new season, new team, new wife, new bride for Shohei Otani. Do you think um, the
0: uh, Major League is fixing to expand this thing and have a Japanese league? And
2: Well, there already is. There already is. I know, but well, I'm talking sh- about
0: interlinking I mean, inter- it in that there are baseball in America. I know NFL is well,
1: that way right now, that, too. And the only thing – well, I mean, you know, the NFL –
2: you can get and to they, London pretty quick.
1: Yeah, but but still, I, I don't I I don't think they'll they'll get out of North America. I I, I, mean, I wouldn't
2: think so. Yeah,
1: I mean I, I just don't see it happening. They'll but just,
2: they'll just keep doing what they've been doing. They'll play a game in London or in uh, in Germany, Germany or me- in Mexico City. They mm-hmm. played a game one year. Uh, baseball. I yeah I, I don't Japan. That would be tough. That would be tough. Although they, they do have a very good professional league over there now.
0: Facility is second to none. It's unreal.
1: And all you Braves fans, we're not going to sit here and just talk about the Dodgers. Even though the Dodgers are the sportsbook favorites to win the World Series, I think they're a little over three to one odds. That's and what... then next come the Braves at about four and a half to one. Really? And then the wow. Houston Astros at seven to one. So there's not even an American League team that comes into the pictures, picture as far as a favorite to bet on to win the World Series next year. Uh, I think until – I can't remember. It might be the, fourth, the Rangers? or might be the fourth or fifth team yeah. down. I'm not even, really even sure. I think the Phillies even come in there before then. But speaking of the Phillies, the Braves opened their season with a three-game set. At Philadelphia on March 28th, it's a Thursday, with an afternoon game, a 3 o'clock start. And then they have Friday off, and then they play Saturday, March 30th, and then Sunday, March 31st for three games right there. And they today the Braves start their spring training um uh, scrimmages or games they play against Tampa Bay with a split squad game today. So, um, you know, have no fear, Braves. I know you're a little you – had, you had big expectations uh, last year. The Braves, you know, they came up a little short. Uh, you know, baseball's a funny game. It is. Um, and it was what the Phillies and the Rangers, wasn't it?
2: It depends on who's hot come September and October. That, that You know, what team's clicking, what team's hitting the ball well. And obviously, pitching pitch, pitch, well. Pitch, pitch, pitching well. Uh, but to be for Vegas to have you as the second uh you know, best odds to win it, you ought to be good. You ought to feel good about what, oh, absolutely. what kind of product you're gonna put on the field.
1: Absolutely should. Okay. This is uh right at the end of our hour. I want to remind everybody tonight on this station, one oh one point seven FM, WKOM, seven o'clock tip off. We will be broadcasting. Big Lou Maddox and I will be courtside, live.
2: Great seats, by the Hand- way. Oh, they are great seats.
1: At Richland High School, if you can't make it down to the game for a 7 o'clock game between Eagleville and the Santa Fe Wildcats, Mr. Slaughter and company, uh, and if tune you, in. And if you Tune
2: haven- in to 101.7. And if you have not seen him play, it is worth every – ounce of gas and the seven bucks to get in to watch him play. It, and like
1: you it's, said, it's incredible. And if you can't, if you can't be there, Big Lou and I'll be on the radio to paint you a beautiful picture of Mr. Slaughter doing his thing. All I got to say in the is, region finals uh, tonight.
0: Get you a ticket for Santa Fe Saturday night because Santa Fe will win this game tonight.
1: Monday. There you go. Monday. Monday night. I'm yeah. sorry, Monday night. Yeah. There you go. Coach J- JD just called the shot. Thank you all for joining us. This is Drake. I am Drake with Coach J.D. in the studio with The Claw. And uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow.